Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today I've got Coach Garrett Tujay with me. Coach Tujay is currently the offensive line coach at Virginia, where he's been since 2016. Before that, he was the offensive line coach at BYU, spent time as a head coach and offensive line coach at College of the Canyons, University of Redlands, and Shabbat College. He is a graduate of BYU, where he played three years of football. Coach, what's going on? How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm fired up. It's good to be on the, on the show, and I appreciate you reaching out. And, man, I got now I got to live up to that intro. <laughs> <laughs> well it's 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 your bio so I mean you already have pretty yeah. much so it's it's you know it's all your stuff so um you know first question I've got for you and this is kind of one I ask everybody um you've been a part of a lot of good teams and, and had a lot of success talk to me a bit about how the offensive line played a part in the success of each of those teams yeah you know it's uh in my experience in coaching 26 years college football and you know I mean obviously the the guy Pulling the trigger, the, the quarterback's a huge part of that. But, I, I mean, it's fun to sit in, in staff meetings and have wide receiver guys talk about these triple move routes and all that stuff. And, and you can't play catch if you can't protect. And so the key to the whole thing is, you know, being able to have young men that have been able to be in your system and under your tutelage. And, mm-hmm. man, they get to that third, fourth or that red shirt fifth year, man, and then it just starts clicking. And um, you know, I think it's an integral part. Um, in most in most teams, you're only going to go as far as your offense and defensive line are going to take you. And um, you know, I just I think it's one of the most important parts. There's no other room in any sport that can match up to the offensive line room as far as the fun and the culture and, oh, yeah. and uh, the things that you get to talk about. So, and I think that that leaks out into the team. Uh, and, and can make a huge impact uh, for each one of the organizations. You're, you are 100% correct. There is nothing like being in that offensive line room. It is, it is second to none. Absolutely. I, it's funny. Our offensive coordinator is a, a center. Uh, uh, I make fun of him all the time because he coaches the inside receivers, the little guys now. And, yeah. Uh, and he's so jealous. We talk about it all the time. He wants to know what we talked about in meetings and, so I start talking to him about our zone scheme or what, and he's like, no, no, no. What did you guys talk about? You know, he misses, <laughs> he misses that. He's all long time O-line coach as well. And so he misses that, but it is, it's, it's the culture's unreal and the bond and the relationship that you have with your players once they're done playing is second to none. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, so, you know, one of the things I was kind of intrigued about looking at your bio is, is and obviously you're at Virginia now and, and, and you spent time at BYU and were a player at BYU with, you know, with Ty Detmer. Um, yeah. but the thing that really kind of caught my eye was, was your time at College of the Canyons. Um, you spent time as the head coach, you spent time as the offensive line coach, and you also helped to, to reinstate the program after 17 years. Um, can you, you know, talk to me a little bit about how that reinstatement went and, you know, the difficulties you guys had. And then, you know, what – how it was sort of transitioning from being that offensive line coach to to becoming the head coach for, you know, for quite a few years as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a special thing to be a part of. And um, I had just finished my master's degree and a GA, and I was the offensive line coach at the University of Redlands while I was a GA. And, man uh, – the College of the Canyons just they just decided to bring football back it was awesome it had been something that they'd been working on for a couple of years and the head mm-hmm. coach at the time Chuck Lyon um man I had an opportunity to meet with him and just his vision and the way he saw things and and how he um went about uh developing the program like you said I, I've been very fortunate I've been around some unbelievable head coaches and I I had a, a journal um, man, I, I would sit there and I'd see things that he did, or I'd see things that coach Edwards, Lavelle Edwards had done. Right. Even, even my other coaches as a, when I played junior college ball at Chabot and man, it, I would say, Oh, that was a bonehead move that, you know, that was, that, that wasn't smart. I would have done this if I was the head coach. And it was my, what if I was the head coach journal? <laughs> right. And cause I knew I wanted to be a head coach someday. And so it was fun because I had learned so much from Chuck. Uh, Lion, uh, just you know, more so than anything is 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 being so precise and having a plan, and obviously being able to change that plan, but knowing exactly what you want. And it was fun. I mean, nobody in a million years thought we were going to be any good our first year at College of the Kings. We had a like fifty-five freshmen, you know, and uh, and it was awesome. We ended up playing in a bowl game, and um, I can't remember if we won it or not, but. It was, you know, nobody, everybody counted us out. We had the nickname, the Cardiac Cougs. And it was just really teaching our players the basic premise, I believe, is will before skill. Right. right. You're going to have to smash these dudes in the face. And I know, I don't, hopefully that's not too unpolitically correct. No, it's you're, you're football. <laughs> it's a game of football. And it's, it's at one point, there's going to come a point in the game. Where those, you're going to lock eyes and, and, and you're either going to know or he's going to know that you've been whooping his – regardless of what the score is, you've been whooping that dude's tail. Right. And, uh, and, and I think that that was the most important part. And then being able to take over the program once he left. You know, and you get caught up in – Coach Lyon was – he was a very successful coach. And so there's things that I wanted to do that were mine and unique to me. And there were things that I, he had worked his butt off to get the program to. And I didn't want to – not have those be a part of what we were doing and so it was you know fun I, I dusted off my what if you were the head coach journal and and you know started adding comments in there is now I am the head coach and you get a chance to look back and I think if you have aspirations as a coach to become a head coach mm-hmm. then I think it's important that you that you write down those moments of okay you had your star running back and he did this and and it broke team policy how did the coach handle it well I would have done this or I would have done that and write down what the coach did do and how that affected the team and how they handled it. I think those are just priceless opportunities for you to walk a mile in, uh, in the head coaching jobs, head coaching, head coach's shoes. So it, right. it was, 
it was very important. And then obviously I got to the point where, man, I felt like I had done as much as I could do at College of the Canyons. And man, when Coach Mendenhall came calling to go join him and his staff at BYU, my wife was like, before you send in your resume, let me check it over. She was all, <laughs> I mean, she was very excited to do that as well. And you know, it's a total team effort. And, um, it has to be, you know, it has to be. And so when we got to BYU, man, I, I just, and to this day, I've been with, I've been with Bronco for going on 10 seasons. And I mean, every time he talks, I take notes. I mean, it's, right. people think it's the craziest thing, but he just loves to learn and, uh, and loves the numbers and the data. And that's kind of not my thing. My thing is more, man, I'm going to wear it on my sleeve and you're going to know where I stand and, I mean, it's just kind of the mindset of an old line coach, but um, but you know, it, it's been awesome to be around those guys and know that, man, I, I'm I'm getting all this great, valuable information. So right, and that's a, I mean, that's a great thing. You know, I was I was the same way and still do. You know, I've got I've got notebooks full of notes from things that, you know, if I whether it's a clinic or whether it's you know watching a something on TV where a coach says something and you just jot it down or, or, or anything, you know, a book, anything. It's, it's, it's so important to have those ideas and those thoughts where you can, you know, because let's be honest, we're, we're all offensive linemen. We're not going to remember those things as well as we should. Like we, we could 10, 15 years ago, that's just part of the game. But uh, you know, it's important to have those things for the opportunities when they do come, come calling. So uh, that's great. Yeah, it it is. I couldn't agree with you more. I just think it's valuable, and I think like signage and 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 things that you can put around your office in your O line room, or if you're a head guy, that you know that those things that those kids are seeing and they're just soaking in every day. And I think that that's valuable. I'm going to learn that from from Chuck Lyon, and then obviously Broncos huge on huge on what the kids see and how much right. they see it. And it makes a big impact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you kind of talked about it, you know, you, you said you started coaching with Bronco at BYU. And obviously, like I, I mentioned, you, you played at BYU. Um, it's, this is something I kind of ask a lot of guys when they have this situation, because I find it fascinating. Talk to me about the, the, you know, how it was coaching at your alma mater. Um, you know, wh how, how special it was for you to, to, to go back to BYU as a coach instead of a player. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, man, it, it's, uh, it was amazing. I'm so grateful. Uh, obviously for BYU, just a little boy became a man there. I met my wife there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I just, I didn't take advantage of what was there when I was there as a player. So to get a second chance of that going back as a coach, like I said, it was, it was priceless. Um, you know, I, and I, you don't want to, I, it's weird. I mean, there's a, there's a deeper connection um, you know, it's, when I was there, the three years I was there, we were, I was always a whack champ. I didn't know what it was like to not be a whack champ. I didn't, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we did. We, we just went out and whooped on people. And, um, and so to be able to bring that same energy back, um, and to give back to an institution that had given me so much was awesome. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it was, it was amazing, but it's funny because, you know, I'm now here at the university of Virginia and man, I, I, I love this school. It is this community, uh, everything that they've done, you just become part of it and you, and you get sucked up in to what's been going on here. And there's, you know, parties like, man, what would it have been like to, to play here or to be a part of this and, and stuff like that. So it's fun to have guys on our staff here now at Virginia 
that are in that same role. They played here. They, they were successful here. And so I think it's just, again, a second chance at going back and giving back to your alma mater. Great, oh, man. That, that's, you know, it's almost like it was crazy that they were even paying me to do it. So it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, I think, I think every coach that's played, you know, whether it's high school football, college football or, or whatever, at some point, wants to be able to do that and go back and whether it's for one season or 20 seasons to go back to their alma mater and, and, and give back in, in some sort of, you know, capacity, you know, some sort of way that, that they can help help the the next, uh, the next group of players there, I guess. Uh, Sorry about that. Somebody just rang our doorbell and I got two police dogs. No, you're fine. I've been the, the whole time we've been talking, I've been keeping an eye on our dogs too, to make sure they're not barking. So you're, you're fine. Um, you know, last question I've got for you before I, I, we follow uh, finish up is, you know, you and I sort of became acquainted through, um, through the hog football chat, obviously, but, but you sort of got some notoriety because you were the first ever uh, hog football chat weight loss winner. Um, oh, bro. Was it last year or two years ago? Yeah, last. Last, last year. year. Um, was yeah. that something that that you kind of went in and just said, like, I, I, I'm going to do this? Or was it just something that you were at the time saying, hey, because I'm, I'm not a big guy. Um, I've always been sort of a guy that is, is kind of fueled by fitness, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, so yeah, yeah. was it something that was, you know, obviously you lost a ton of weight. Was it something that you really went into thinking I'm going to – I want to lose all this weight or, or were you just trying to kind of maintain a, you know, a healthy living lifestyle? Yeah. I mean, it was a wicked combination of both. I mean, I'm a, I, just like, I'm a fierce competitor and, and uh, it was funny because I had, ha- I had had this, this goal to, to get fit. You know, it was the whole objective was to get fit and right. I started doing it in January and then <laughs> fell off, the, fell off the ladder Again, you know, I'd probably have lost and gained over 2 million pounds each direction. And so, right. um, but, you know, it, it was awesome because there was an accountability. There was, uh, uh, I had to record it um, and there were other guys. And I, I mean, it was, had nothing to do with, you know, whatever the money or anything. It had everything to do with, I'm going to win. Right. And again, I found a really healthy way to do that. Um Man, and, th- and this has been the first time in my life I've been able to keep the weight off. I kept going. I got down to, like, at the end of fall camp, I was at, like, 240. And I, mean, oh, I wow. haven't been 240 since, God, I don't even know when, high school, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. And so, and, and, you know, and it's just been awesome just to be able to really, and it was, you know, it wasn't a too long of a period, but it was long enough to know that, man, you can't take a week off. Um, and, and it, it was, it was, it was fun, man. It was getting up there and then turning in my numbers and seeing where I, where I'd end up at the end of this deal. And, and man, I just love the accountability. It's funny because a really good friend of mine, man, just people just lit, lit me up, man. Like, what do you do? Like I had three different, uh, <laughs> like weight loss companies. Like they wanted to give me you know promote my thing and I use right. their product to do it and they're like man what was the secret what'd you do and I was like man I'm not trying to get like Jocko Willick on you but it discipline equals freedom brother right and they're like that doesn't sell and I go I'm just telling you dude. they're <laughs> like well you know why don't you try our supplements and then you know see and I'm like dude it, it listen 
create a plan, stick to the plan. And, right. and it was, it was fun and, and it was good because my wife is very healthy and she's always been into that. And, and, but it was good at the, you know, to be able to go into a regular store and buy clothes. I have, like I said, I probably didn't do that since high school. Yeah. That's awesome. And again, it's, it's, it's one of those things that as offensive linemen, you know, we, we, we don't always want to be the, the biggest guys, you know, some, some of us are like to like to get back down there and be healthy and, and, and have that, uh, have that lifestyle. So it's, uh, it's part of the evolution of O-linemen and O-line coaches for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And the best part is I ha- I've had seven offensive line coaches at the Division One level that have called me, and they've lost tons of weight. So, you know, again, there's things that you come across in your life where it's been inspirational and you've seen somebody do it. And Man, it was hard. I'm not going to say it wasn't hard, but it was also, man, it, the discipline equaled the freedom. And I, man, not looking back, I've been probably in the greatest shape of my adult life ever since. And I mean, there's no crazy, like, you know, CrossFit workouts or not. Cause dude, big guy, we don't do that stuff, right. but you know, it's been all just, you know, really good focus on what I'm eating and how I'm exercising. It's been fun. So well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and to, to, to keep it off too, that's, that's even better. So good for you. Yeah. Um, Last question I've got for you, and this is the, the one that gets everybody, but um, if you could put together a, a five-man offensive line Mount Rushmore from guys you've coached, guys you've played with, or guys you were just a fan of, who would be on that five-man offensive line? Wow, okay. So I'm going to go with guys I coached. Okay. Um, obviously, at the center position, I'd have Tijon Karoma. There's a young man that I coached at BYU. He's out of Allen, Texas. My right tackle would be Marcus Applefield, who's from uh, Florida. He, uh, dude, he was uh, he was a dude. Yeah, he was. He's a dude. He he did a great job for me. Um, he's with the Ravens right now. Um, my left tackle, I would have to go with uh, probably DeAndre Wesley. Was a kid that I coached at BYU as well, mm-hmm. um, and then my one guard would be Jackson Mateo, who's a kid that I coached at Virginia. Um, that dude gave his life for the for the program for his coach, um, just in, embodied the whole program. Um, right. And then the other guard would be. Um, Man, that's a good – I would say Riker Matthews, who's a kid that I coached at BYU as well, who's now up in Canada. He's with the Patriots for a while, but he's up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and this uh, just a throwback, um, dirty dog. <laughs> but is this a coach's, you know, dream. Right. Um, uh, but, yeah, that would probably – that would be my Mount Rushmore. Ah, man, you just took me down memory lane. That's good. I'm glad. That's it's been uh it's always been uh and then you know the first question I ask everybody about the success, I always, you know, I kind of know the answer. I'm not I'm not dumb. I, I know kind of what everyone's gonna say, but uh yeah, the Mount Rushmore has always been it's just something that I, I find interesting. Just you know, I like to, you know, because I and again it's it's if I had to think about it, I don't know if I'd be able to do it, but it's um it's always just kind of interesting to see which way it goes because it's been okay. I've had if I've interviewed 50 coaches, I've had 50 different answers. So it's always, it's always pretty cool. 
Amon, I, I love that question because you know, that just put me on the spot. And I, I mean, I, I love that question. And so just made you brought back some great memories. So I appreciate that. That's good. That was really cool. Good. Well, so. real quick, Coach, before we get you out of here, do me a favor, uh, drop your Twitter handle for everybody um, and any other information you want these guys to know. Yeah, so I, I and I mean this wholeheartedly. I, I've been I've been a young coach, man, and I, I've gone to clinics and and I've listened to guys talk and they tell me, hey, man, if you need anything, hit me up. And you hit them up and they you, they don't have no idea who you even are and they don't return. I'm telling you right now, if you want to hit me up, it's coach, the number two, letter J. It's just coach2j on Instagram, Twitter, follow you back. You can DM me. I mean, I've been been really cool. I've, I've, you know, have probably 10 or 12 guys from the weight loss challenge that hit me up and ask me for tips all the time. And again, I, you know, I, I, I'm not the one who's creating any of this stuff. There's no secrets. I've stole everything I have from somebody else and I give credit to them. And man, really, if there's anything you need to talk about, you know, I might not be the world's foremost expert on it, but I'll know somebody that will, and I'll try to get you in touch with them as well. So coach, man, I appreciate you getting me on. And, and like I said, Man, I, I hope that uh, everybody's staying healthy, their families are good and, and strong, and um, we'll do our best to get back out on that field in August. Hey, absolutely, Coach. I appreciate you coming and speaking with us and, uh, you know, looking forward to, to talking with you soon and, and uh, wishing you the best of luck for the upcoming season. Likewise, Coach, and, and I'm serious, man. I will, we get this going. I'll be back out for your clinic for sure next year. Awesome. You heard it here first, guys. It's uh, the first the first <laughs> official speaker for the, the 2021 Hog Football Chat Clinic. So Love awesome. it. Love it. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. Your coach. Keep doing yep. what you're doing. Yep. Yes, sir. We'll speak soon. Take care. All right. Thanks again for everyone listening. And remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome conversations from the chat and the podcast.